can a fish mistake my nipple for a baguette? Jungle Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So I'm trying to take an online course about psychology okay. these days. Okay. <laughs> it's an intro to psychology. It's about six weeks long and it's quite cool. Um, it's from Coursera. Do you know this? Don't know. You go on Coursera and it offers you different um, certificates that you can take or different courses from different universities. This one uh, that I'm doing is called Intro to Psychology and it's from Yale. I think it's pretty cool. Okay, so why you want to do this though? Uh, because it'll help me understand people, I think, and what motivates their decision. Help me understand minds, uh, really. <laughs> All the best I don't even understand My own mind Probably because it's Rosa No but did something Happen to you In your youth It's like a Batman Like origin story here Like why you wanted To learn psychology No really lah It's just something That I wanted to do Since I was like 8 or 9 years old So now I can What kind of nerd kid Are you <laughs> What eight, No what kind of nerd kid are you? Eight or nine years old? Who I want to study in psychology? At nine, at nine years old, right? Kids want to be superheroes. They want to see who can burp the loudest. I mean, proper kid skills, lah. But it fits also, lah, that you want to study psychology because you know we see each other pretty much every day. Uh-huh. Uh And I can guarantee you are psycho already. No, oh my so, so God. So all you need is the logic to complete it. <laughs> so after your six weeks, do you get like a master's or a degree or a professorship or something? I, feel like I don't want to answer any of your questions anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but Play no. along la. No, it's just a certificate. Just a certificate. You're yeah. being shortchanged, man, Juanita. Why? Because I know quite a few Malaysians in high positions, right? Uh-huh. Who have a master's or a doctorate <laughs> uh, from online courses from uncredited universities <laughs> where there is no coursework or thesis required. You don't even have to pay attention, you know, as long as you can pay money. <laughs> have you ever wanted to take a course, though? Yourself? Of course. Why? <laughs> <laughs> FM. So we're talking about taking a course. I'm doing a psychology course right Nerd. now. <laughs> so bad, you know. Have you never thought about going back to school, uh? or like taking studying something? Yes, yes. I've always wanted to learn a body language. Body language. Yeah, uh? yeah. So you can be a human lie detector. Oh, uh, not really, because I'm naturally very good at spotting lies. Oh. Yeah. Like, uh, how do you know when a lawyer is uh-huh. uh, lying? How? Uh, his lips are moving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, jokes aside <laughs> I think it's a good skill to have Learning how to read body language Yeah um, It's a good skill to have Especially for my stand-up work Yeah Because uh, when you do stand-up comedy in Malaysia la, mm-hmm. Sometimes, right I've done shows Where the person doesn't laugh, you know uh-huh. this, they, We call them hantus because they, <laughs> because they sit in the front row Yeah And they don't laugh And you can see them clearly Oh And you think, oh my goodness This uncle hates my show Right But at the end, uh, yeah. when they are saying bye-bye And stuff like that They'll come shake your hand Take picture Hey, Really good show. I really enjoyed it, and he'll show up for the next few shows, but oh, still wow. will sit there and not laugh on no. Seriously? Yeah. So I've got to. I've got to. They're very weird. So we always got to find a way. I feel uh, to read the body language, even if they're not laughing, to see yeah. whether they're enjoying themselves, or if they're not. If they're not, then you got to switch up lah, and maybe change your jokes and stuff for like that right. lah. Do you think that it's just because Malaysians are shy to tell you you're not good? So, you know, he feels like it's the right thing to do to come up to you and say, hey, it was a really good show. Maybe, maybe. Because Malaysians also tend to heckle a lot less compared to when you do shows yeah. overseas. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are more vocal there. But there are also certain subtle, subtle body movements and gestures that I've picked up on oh. to know whether they enjoy my show or not. Wow, like what? Um, like, it's very subtle and you've got to really look out for it. Uh-huh. Like one guy, he he got up and he left. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah uh, I, th- I think he didn't quite like the show But very subtle lah You know right. uh, The other one I remember was I was doing a show And then this uh, uncle He grabbed a, a cushion mm-hmm. And he threw it at me on stage <laughs> So that one was a bit iffy It was either he didn't like my jokes Or he wanted to test my reflexes on the spot You know So I think uh, I should work on reading body language <laughs> Maybe you should just work on your comedy lah <laughs> <laughs> Fly FM. So the police is on the hunt for robbers who blew up an ATM in a Klang convenience store. <laughs> Klang is the bomb. <laughs> you know, people say don't blow your savings, huh? so they blow up other people's savings. <laughs> so get this right: the convenience store employees they got to the store at 8 a.m. and they found the store's doors had been broken open Adoy. and the ATM machine blown up as well. The photo shows it clearly. It looks like it exploded. It must be so scary for them, right? Yeah. To go to work and you open and you see, oh my goodness. I mean, lucky they weren't there. Correct. Yeah. I, I remember, okay, my story is a lot less dramatic, but it was when my grandma had a coffee shop. Yeah. And so one morning we went there, right? And the doors were, were broken. The shutter was open. Yeah. And so, oh no, I think I'm rob lah. So we went inside, correct lah. It was very messy. Chairs were, you know, all over the place. Wow. They took some money. We're not uh-huh. sure how much. Uh, and some supplies. <laughs> they, they took our oven. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And my grandma goes into full CSI mode. Uh-huh. And she's like, Doug, you notice or not? They didn't take any of the alcohol or pork. <laughs> so we kind of narrowed down our list of suspects immediately. <laughs> Not being racist, huh? okay? Just be very clear. Well, these workers didn't have a grandma on standby, so they, did, they couldn't have CSI. But they checked the CCTV, and what they found was that these robbers came in around 3 to 4 a.m. Okay. and broke into the store to blow up the ATM. What they still don't know is how much money was taken and the case is right now still being investigated. If you blow up an ATM, uh, doesn't the money also catch fire or anything like that? Okay, I watched the video uh-huh. and it looked like the money were in bags. Oh, So, yeah, okay. I feel like they already knew this. These robbers are quite ridiculous. Yeah. They even planned it correctly now. They planned to blow up the ATM right, during Chinese New Year so that, oh. they, so that they can blend in with the fireworks. You notice? Know, oh, see how oh, clever? So like, smart. Yeah, because no one will suspect something is going on. It's like, boom. No. And then they escape to the back door. Yeah. Disguised as a Chinese lion dance troupe. <laughs> Fly FM. So these robbers in Klang went and robbed an ATM at a convenience store and they blew it up. But Douglas, you were saying that your uh, family is some sort of crime family. Uh. Well, okay. So I think they can be qualified as a crime family now Ooh. because this happened quite a while back. Like we were also very young, I remember. Yeah. We went back to Malacca for Chinese New Year. Uh-huh. The house was packed like with relatives, you know, all from all over the, the country. Sabah Sarawak relatives came back. Oh. The Johor relatives were there. The Penang relatives all were there. Nice. For very Mariala, very noisy. And yeah. so the adults would then indulge in some Chinese New Year games. All right. You know those of games? Course. Yeah, fun one. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Within the family. Like yeah, that. no money involved. You know, yeah. just chips and stuff like that okay. And so they would play and uh, make a lot of noise eh. It went on to quite late at night uh-huh. As the children, oh, we got to go to sleep 9 o'clock, go to sleep yeah. So we all went, went to sleep But we could still hear lah, all the, the tiles clanging yeah, And the laughing, you know, the laughing and then the shouting Picture, picture, all that, right? <laughs> then I fell asleep And I woke up It was, I think, about 12.31 in the morning okay. I said, hey, my parents are not in the room But downstairs, so quiet oh. What happened? So I go downstairs, right? The place is like empty, you know. Oh no! Like, uh, like no one is there, you know. So I went to look for my auntie. I say, hey, what happened? And my auntie was like, "Oh, semua masuk balai." Huh? I was like, what? They got arrested. Yeah, they they got arrested. They were taken down to the balai. They had to do like fingerprint, take picture, everything. Oh no, poor things. <laughs> no, because neighbors I think complain. Uh, very noisy this house. <gasps> 
So the police came But instead of charging them For being public nuisance Or whatever yeah. The fellow said like Oh you're operating An illegal gambling den Oh my god. So my father who owns the house Was yeah. like What illegal gambling These are all my relatives What kind of stupid Gambling den business Do I have When yeah. the customers Are all my relatives yeah. All the IC take out All same one <laughs> <laughs> Surname Second name All same So eventually Like you know It was cleared up lah. Yeah. Uh, It was cleared up But I think they have They're on record In some police station In Malacca <laughs> So they didn't hear The end of it man <laughs> After that uh, Every time my parents Were like oh, no, Naughty some more lah. Naughty some more The police come and catch you I was like Oh police catch me <laughs> Excuse me parents Do you remember This Chinese New Year Many moons ago <laughs> Fly FM The Singaporean student He begs monkeys To return his school bag Wow these Singaporeans Are very rude uh, Why are they calling Johorians that? <laughs> <laughs> no lah Actual monkeys Okay My yeah. mistake <laughs> so, Someone took a video of this Uploaded it on TikTok Some also savage Now it's viral I don't know how But this schoolboy Got his backpack Snatched by monkeys In the video You can see the boy Negotiating with these monkeys He yelled at them They yelled back I have an audio Of the video Look, I find my Hey God, God. <laughs> Okay 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 I just want my stuff Please This is all my school stuff Please I beg you <laughs> At one point He even offered to trade Take the coke Give me back my school bag He <laughs> also Take the coke The monkey is probably going Excuse me Coke only uh. Give me some kacang lah At least Then in nice my coke and kacang After all I'm a monkey dude <laughs> But kudos to the kid For being persistent After trying a few times Right The monkeys actually gave up They left him in peace With his school bag Okay <laughs> I know we were laughing And I'm sorry Because it's probably Very traumatic Because monkeys uh, Can be quite vicious One you know Yeah man Now once my sister Was a teacher uh. She took the kids Her students To an excursion In Bukit Shraka Now oh. Bukit Shraka If you don't know Is notorious For baboons <gasps> Those the red backside monkeys. Ah, yeah, big guys are uh, yeah. like half your size. Not even just very strong monkeys. also. Uh huh. So she was going with the kids. They were walking, and then she had like a few baboons behind her chasing. So the kids started running. Oh, nah, she ran with the kids, but she turned around and noticed the little one was left behind. So they sacrificed the child. <laughs> <laughs> no lah. The kid was about six or seven years old. My sister. Had to go back For this kid Obviously Otherwise the parents Would have a kid right? <laughs> So she was holding Like this uh, You know the the clipboards Okay Uh huh the, the ones that you Clip the paper to right Yeah like yeah Green the, yellow I know what a clipboard <laughs> Yeah okay, okay. <laughs> Just making sure <laughs> Trying to describe it She was holding one of those She ran to the kid Very brave Your sister Yeah but she didn't have time To pick the kid up And run as well Because the baboon Was already close mm-hmm. So she what, what she did was Stand between the kid And this baboon She raised up the clipboard And screamed at the baboon ah! And then, and then? <laughs> The baboon saw her Got a shock And like, turned back around <laughs> Ran off I think what happened was The baboon saw the clipboard yeah. And the head was like Oh yo supervisor Come ready Better shout now Fly FM So this boy in Singapore got ambushed by monkeys they stole his backpack but we were talking about wild animals and we realised even household pets sometimes can be really mean Mm -hmm. my dog oh he's an absolute schmuck he's a big fella right your dog 
Yeah, he's a Doberman, big black Doberman. Looks mm-hmm. very, very scary. When he stands up, he's about my height, which is over 160 centimeters tall. It's a very scary <laughs> dog. What? So yeah. he bites or what? He doesn't. He doesn't bite people unless you know you're a stranger. Then he attacks like because he's a trained guard. Ah, okay. But he's doing his job. Yeah, he's doing <laughs> his job. With us, he's very gentle, mm-hmm. but he does act out in some ways. So he insists on coming upstairs because he wants to jump on the bed or and then like like cuddle up or something. No, no, he understands that he's not allowed in the bedrooms. But I think he likes to hang out in the living room because he can spy into the neighbor's house from the upstairs <laughs> living room. Look okay. at the cats, you know. Okay. So, so then, when you don't allow him to go upstairs, he will tunjuk muka lah. Yeah, he pisses on the floor and he won't just piss at one spot in the house. You know, he will walk and pee. <laughs> so it's a long stream of pee. And sometimes he even does it by the stairs. So when we come downstairs in the dark, we oh, don't no. see it. You slip on the piss and fall. Into more Exactly mm. Wet your baju How many times I've had to like Go upstairs and change You know Before <laughs> going out So annoying And he doesn't like my dad Why? Because my dad Is very strict with him Doesn't allow him on the couch Make sure he doesn't, <laughs> doesn't go allow upstairs. him on the couch Yeah of course right Your dog What are you doing on the couch <laughs> Pick on the floor Comfortable la. <laughs> No no He insists on that So what he does is Let's not add my dad He pees in my dad's shoes So pandai, you know, he can aim on the shoes. <laughs> you, know, you know, Malaysians, in front of the house, you have a lot of shoes, right? Yeah, yeah. For some reason, the other shoes won't kena. It's only my dad's shoe that will kena. So clever. He just rebranded your dad's shoes <laughs> to hush pee-pees. <laughs> Fly FM. So Malaysians are having mixed feelings about this. I heard our borders are set to fully open on the 1st of March. Wow, on a roll, we are. February, Chinese New Year, open house. Now March, open border. In April, open what? What? Opening kepala <laughs> Yo. Yeah, it is scary to hear Especially when numbers are up big time, right? Yeah, so, so 17,000 yesterday Yeah, that's crazy But I think it's good for people who have family overseas Because, you know, people can't travel because of work You cannot take so many days off work When you, you know, have to quarantine And oh, people yeah. have family overseas So now it's possible, I think, for them to travel Visit family and then come back to Malaysia I think this opening up of borders Is also mostly for tourists la. Right Because our tourism industry has been paralyzed for two years you know a lot yeah. of people are out of jobs if they were in the tourism line yeah i was in an e-hailing uh, uh, ride yeah and my driver mm-hmm. he was driving along and he was saying oh yeah this building you know giving me trivia about this building giving me <laughs> trivia about this road i'm like why do you know all these things and he said because i used to be a tour guide oh so it was like oh man yeah you you can't there are no tourists yeah how exactly. are you gonna ferry anybody anywhere or tell them anything so i guess he gave extra service <laughs> 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 i didn't know so much about our buildings and our roads <laughs> I hope you tipped him uh, yeah yeah of course oh hey God, man I always tip my e-hailing driver what are you talking about <laughs> but when you say borders are fully opening up what does yeah. that actually mean so it means that there will be no more compulsory uh, quarantine but you will have to do tests before departure and upon arrival oh I see yeah. no no more uh, enforced quarantine oh yes, then maybe This will finally reduce our chicken prices. <laughs> What does this have to do with chickens? All the imported foreign chickens. Okay. No, no, because quarantine, ma. The moment they come in, these foreign chickens, I must put them in a four-star hotel, lah. <laughs> they must do the big swap, lah. Very expensive, you know. They must order specialized, very mini gelang ping for their small, skinny chicken legs. So expensive. Fly FM. English class with Mina Saleh. 
Good morning, class. All of you look so cute today. All right. Now the word of the day is infection, a condition in which bacteria or viruses that cause disease have entered the body. All right. Now you're supposed to create a sentence using the word infection. Katija. My auntie had an infection, so the whole family prayed for her. Oh, very good, Patija. Okay, Ladu, create a sentence using the word infection. The other day, my friend Gopal, you know, his skin looked like dying. Uh, the skin, so we what? thought, oh my God, Gopal is turning into a zombie. So we test him, like we ask him to run. Then he can run very fast. So all my friends say, hey, he can run so fast, he's not a zombie. I said, no, no, maybe oh, he's okay. the train to Busan. Type oh, okay, 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 Ladu, Ladu, just create a sentence using the word infection it turns out the fly had a skin infection Laja. okay very good Ladu thank you alright Asin create a sentence using the word infection go my cousin mm-hmm. is a model so uh, she worked infection show no Asin oh my god fly FM in gearing up for the 14th of February there's a special name for this day, right? I can't remember what it's called. Okay, uh. never mind. No need to mention. Uh, we're doing something we'd like to call... Cupid. Catch up. Cupid catch up chats. So we're speaking to an iconic duo that have lasted since the invention of sliced bread. You two have known each other for such a long time. Time, peanut butter and jelly. Welcome to Fly FM. Now tell us, how did you really meet? <laughs> peanut butter here. So uh, I met a jelly uh, at a club. Sandwich. So this club is called Club Sandwich. He has the same taste in music as I do. We love Pavarotti. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we love Elton Roti John and Juita Burrito. Oh, yes. So we ended up jamming the whole night together. Yeah, it was super fun. No, it helped uh, that we were both also grew up in the same town. I know. Born and bred. No? <laughs> yeah, she also likes uh, that I'm a bit of a uh, nutty boy. Uh. Yes, and he likes it because I'm like Beyonce. I <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. <laughs> but are you ready, dear? <laughs> Oscar, I've got in the ground. Uh, you are my jelly bean. In the sea, uh, you are my jelly fish. <laughs> oh, he's such a smooth talker, don't you think? That's why I love him. Even though peanut butter has gotten a little bit chunky over the years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so cute, you two. So, any advice for the couples out there ahead of you know this romantic holiday well, you know, just, uh, you don't get too uh, jealous of your partner. La. <laughs> I agree. Also, remember to work those buns and don't be afraid to get a little fruity. <laughs> and once you are committed to your partner, uh, you stick together through thick and thin, okay? Uh, not just during election. <laughs> That's very nice. Thank you so much, peanut butter and jelly. This has been Cupid. Catch up. Cupid Catch Up Chats. Fly FM. So a Pataling Jaya bridal shop owner did an underwater photo shoot recently for their latest dress. Okay, everybody relax. Ah. This is not Tangkap Basa. <laughs> this is Tangkap Gamba Wild Basa. <laughs> <laughs> but this wasn't like any underwater photo shoot in a pool. Okay? It was done by a professional. Huh. The model has a proper advanced diving certification. I think she didn't want to do this, but it was her husband's idea. Ah, yeah. Blame the husband. <laughs> but eventually she gave it. She said it was quite challenging because she had to wear a diving suit. And then on top of that diving suit, she had to wear her wedding outfit, Oof. which was heavy, okay? It was about three kilograms. She had her tudong on and everything underwater. 
But I, I guess it looked pretty epic. Yeah, I did. Oh, looked- nice lah. I'm glad I don't have to do that many underwater photo shoots because <laughs> uh, too much fat. Ah, uh, I guarantee to float. Uh. <laughs> It'll <laughs> ripple in the water. Can, cannot see. I'm like this giant jellyfish on the top, just blobbing. <laughs> no, but I've been on some tough photo shoots. I remember mm. this shoot. Uh, where there were makeup was around, wardrobe was there. Everybody was running around yeah. doing their job except one buffoon. Mm-hmm. Just sat there, <laughs> like holding a camera. And I was like, "Is this guy a camera holder or what is he?" Turns out to be the cameraman, but he wasn't doing anything. He just sat there holding his camera, looking extremely disinterested. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. I was at the same shoot. I came after you. Oh, <laughs> I remember this. It was the worst photo shoot I've ever been in. He didn't stand up the whole. Time. Time we had to angle for him. He right. sat down on his chair and took the oh photos. I never thought that I'd ever see that. Of course, the pictures turned out horrible as expected. Hmm. I mean, you're a cameraman; just do your job, lah. Like if you're a swimmer, your job is to what? Swim, right? Correct. But then you jump in and walk to the <laughs> other side. Hello, <laughs> swim, lah. No, and walk to the other side disinterestedly. <laughs> This guy, his attitude was so bad. He was more negative than the negatives. <laughs> no. Fly FM. So a bridal shop owner who is a certified diver mm. took it to the next level. She did an underwater photo shoot. You were saying that you had your photos taken underwater before. Was it a photo shoot or what? Like, it what was happened? a holiday thing, lah. I was in Mauritius. Oh, okay. And they had this activity for tourists. You know, I know normal stuff, banana boat. Yeah. Uh, then you've got the paragliding, all that. But they also had this thing called an underwater sea walk. And of course, out of everything, you chose the underwater seawalk. Yeah, lah, because you cannot get in Malaysia, ma. <laughs> I don't think I've ever uh, seen a holiday resort in Malaysia that offers underwater seawalk. So in huh. Mauritius, there was this thing. I was like, hey, we gotta go for this. So how do you do it? Do you tie like a brick to yourself, like Pinocchio? <laughs> 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 What is that? No, uh, but similar concept. Okay. Not tying a brick to the leg, but putting a big helmet on your head. Oh. It was like one of those really old diving helmets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Uh, they're very chunky and very heavy, so they put that yeah. on your head, uh-huh. and then you are in your swimming attire. So I was in my swimming shorts and all, and then they lower you into the into the sea. Oh. Uh, I think we were about I don't know seven feet, eight feet, not that oh, deep, wow. lah. Yeah. So they lower you down, so your feet is uh, touching the sea floor. I think it's called seabed. Floor bed, whatever. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> to make it more interesting, yeah. uh, they gave me a baguette to hold underwater. <laughs> Why? Why? No, there's a reason. It's not. It's not just to like. Oh, look at me eating a sandwich underwater. No, the baguette was to attract the fish. Yeah. So then they wave the baguette underwater to attract all the fish. Then when yeah. the fish show up, uh-huh. then the picture is nice, ma. Ah. Uh, the guy was also underwater with the camera to take my photo. But also, you're holding a baguette. <laughs> I'm holding a baguette lah to attract the fish. Okay. However, man, I tell you, after this trip, ah, uh, I yeah. made up my mind. Fish are stupid. Uh. Oh no! What happened? Were, all most of the fish yeah. came and ate the baguette nicely. Yeah. One stupid fish <laughs> <laughs> came and bit my nipple. Bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> And not just like a small like nyep. no he he made a big bite like this he was bleeding <laughs> it was so I quickly had to get out of the water because you know lah when there's blood like in the water the jaws will come you know I'm thinking how can a fish mistake my nipple for a baguette maybe the fish thought oh this one got mushrooms too <laughs> it does not look like a mushroom yeah tell the fish that fly FM so boy in China he's such a wonder kid he was supposed to make one dish for his homework but instead he single handedly Made twenty. See, this breaks the stereotype 
that Why? all Chinese are good at math. <laughs> this boy can't even count. Ask him to make one, make twenty. <laughs> yeah, but he still wanted to get that A plus 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 though. Yeah, no, he's not chef one. He's chef one plus nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> So this was homework that the class was given, as I said. The teacher asked them to make one dish for Chinese New Year's Eve dinner mm. and then take a picture of it. But the boy, he ended up taking a picture of 28 dishes nicely laid out on the table and he apparently made 20 of them. Whoa. Turns out his mother runs a restaurant and that's where he picked up the cooking skills. Okay, stop now. Is this fella even Chinese or not? Your what? mother runs a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Just ask the workers to cook for you. Like you do yourself for what? Hello. Uh, uh, see, this is the kind of backlash I think the mother probably received. Her family gave her a lot of flag for allowing her son to cook unsupervised because uh. he's like, what, eight, nine years old. But when they saw how calm he was with stir frying and chopping and how sedap the food was, they were like, yeah, of course, you can continue cooking for me. <laughs> <laughs> but good lah. Well done, junior master chef from China. Because <laughs> when I was in school, uh-huh. all I could do was goring. Goring what? Goring exam answer. <laughs> 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 Simply right did, you know, but did your parents Ever help you In any like Homework assignment And stuff like that Ah uh, yeah My mum used to help me With my art homework oh, So okay. sometimes we are Supposed to paint Like a bouquet Of flowers okay. Or something right So my mum used to Sit down and, and Paint for me Was she very good at art <laughs> Yeah she was She was good at painting But she also had to Achieve like a delicate Balance right Because yeah. she can't be Too good Because then you might Get selected to represent The school in art competition Then sure can't toy <laughs> No lah Art competitions Are can work Because you're supposed To bring your own art block Right? right So just you know Ask your mom to paint On the fifth or sixth page And when you open The art block It looks empty But when you're supposed To pass up You pass up the mother's one huh? Why do you sound like You've actually done this before <laughs> <laughs> uh, No comment Fly FM So this kid in China Had to cook one dish As a homework He ended up cooking 20 dishes So we're wondering Have you ever done Any cool things Or awesome things Like this as a kid Billy This is when I was like 14 I joined the basketball team In the school I was in The Middle East Where I grew up And I was the worst player Okay So what what happened In this basketball game? Well our first game uh, We were up against Our rivals Uh, Our team played great Their team played great It was a very close game It's the last quarter And there's like 30 seconds left And I haven't played And there is a rule that every child needs to play at least once in the game. Oh, it's just to make sure that none of the kids feel left uh, out. Yeah. It's just worth it, man. My coach like, looked at me like, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> he subbed me in and the coach told me very specifically, Billy, do not touch the ball. We want you to stand on our side and just get in people's way. Don't let them cross. The whole team will be scoring on the other end. You just stay put at the back, okay? Okay, so he he put you in the place you could do the least damage. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) The the game starts. I'm in. I'm I'm freaking out, having a panic attack, and they're doing stuff on the opponent's side of the court. My teammate missed the shot. Oh, no. This is like you know, no movie. There's 10 seconds left. The other team grabs the rebound ball, and it's one-on-one. It's me against your best player, and he's coming towards me. I'm like the last line of defense. I remember my coach's words of wisdom. I just stood tall, both feet on the ground, and I just stood there. 
and I he charged into me. It was insane. My glasses broke. My nose is bleeding. But no, but what, but what's I, important is did you stop the guy from yeah, scoring? The guy got a charging foul and also elbowing foul. I it was a game winning foul. But I vaguely remember like my coach lifting me up with the team. Like ah, he did it. I have not played sports since. What's yeah, the most I, epic part of this story, Billy? Is that you won <laughs> a basketball game without touching a basketball? <laughs> This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.